Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Do you see what I see? I just did that, by the way. <laughs> Go tell the person next to you, do you see what I see? All right, and then the next person on the other side, do you see what I see? What do you see? <laughs> I'm, cur- I'm really curious. What do you see? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you guys excited to be here this morning? Come on, can we just give the Lord a clap of praise? God is good and his presence is in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. I know you guys are excited about continuing our week four series, Do You See What I See? But just by a show of hands, how many of you were here last Friday for our Christmas community event? Wasn't that awesome? I want to say thank you. To, go ahead. Give them a clap. Thank you to the youth and the children's ministry who had an, did an awesome job with their play. And for everyone who came with their family and friends who participated, thank you. Thank you so much. And we're going to keep on doing this until Jesus returns. Is that okay? Hallelujah. It, it was amazing. It was amazing. Well, today is week four of Do You See What I See? Um, sometimes we, we forget how important it is that we're able to see. You know, how many of you uh, wear prescription glasses? Just, just raise your hand. Okay. Um, who needs them for reading? Just raise your hand for reading. Okay. Put your hands down. How about for driving? Oh, okay. For both. All right. All right, I've got to include this one. Who wears them for style? I see you, brother. I see you, brother. Who else? Come on, be honest now. Who wears them for style? I see you. I see you. I, I wear them for style. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. True story. When I was a kid, I thought people who were wearing glasses were really cool. And so I told my mom, I think I, I need to wear this pair of glasses. And my mom said, there's nothing wrong with your your eyes. So we went to the doctors, and the doctor said, kid, you got 20-20 vision. You're good. You don't need glasses. You know what I did after that? The very young age, I started watching TV really, really close. (laughs) Seriously. And now I regret it, because now I have to wear these. But you got to tell me that I don't look cool with these glasses, right? Yeah. Without, without vision, you know, we're always unsure where we're going. And that's why we need to be able to see where we're going. But we've been studying this series, Do You See What I See? Because our prayer is that we will not only see the natural, but we will see the spiritual. Amen? How many of you want to see the spiritual? That what God is showing us this morning. Amen? So we pray. Lord God, we just surrender this time to you. Nothing is by accident. You have a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. And we pray, Lord God, that you would give us the peace that passes understanding and that we would receive your word with great joy this morning, Lord God, that we would all leave this place changed, renewed. I pray, Lord God, that you would speak through me and that only your words will I speak that would bring glory and honor to your name. Holy Spirit, take full control from beginning to end 
and we will lift up no other name but your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This title actually reminds me of a game that we, we play. It's called I Spy. How many of you are familiar with this game, I Spy? You know, we play this all the time when we go long distance traveling, okay? And I'm not good at it. <laughs> the moment I start saying, I spy with my two chinky eyes, <laughs> something tall, and my girls are like, trees, dad, trees, ah. Oh. And then I go like, I spy with my two chinky eyes, something white that melts, and I go, snow, dad, ah. you know? But I, I practice. I, I, can, I, can I try something with all of you guys? Is that okay? Are you guys game? Yep. I spy with my two tantalizing eyes, <laughs> someone who looks, um, you know, Hawaiian, but not really. Someone who uh, walks like he's six foot five, but he's only five, seven and a half. Someone who feels like he's really cool, but probably not. <laughs> and someone who thinks he's 39, but he just celebrated his 47th birthday, so he's really old. <laughs> who is it? Me. What? Me? Oh, you guys. You guys figured that out because you know me and you see me. Amen? But see, God is not playing games. He's not, he's not playing I spy. He's not trying to make you guess who he is. He actually said, I am the great I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God is saying, come to me. Come to me. It's me who you need. Are you guys hearing this? He's, he's not playing games. He's not playing hide and seek. Maybe you are. But he can see exactly where you are. And he's saying, my child, stop hiding. I can see you. Now I want you to see me and follow me. So are you guys ready? Hallelujah. I'm getting fired up. Can you guys open your Bibles? Luke 2, verse 8. We're going to read till 18. Up there it says 20. Luke 2, 8 till 18. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men. On whom his favor rests. I've always like wondered how did this song of praise sounded, you know. 
15, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has appeared, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Then they had, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. Amen. The shepherds, they were just hanging out. Probably they had a long day. And they were singing, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Do you know why they're singing that? Because God was going to leave the 99 to look for the one. And that's what a shepherd does, right? They were just hanging out. They were comfortable in the middle of the night. You know, they were probably sharing, how are you doing? How's, how is your family? Oh, my mom is sick. How about you? Oh, oh, you know, life is bad. I just had a, you know, an argument with my wife and it's not good. You know, just normal people, just like you and I. And all of a sudden, an angel of the Lord appeared. And he says, God's glory was showing. If I asked you guys, how many of you wants to see God's glory? I bet all of you would raise your hand. Isn't that what we hope for when we worship and praise God? Like, Lord, show us your glory. We want to see you, God. We want to see you, Lord. Open our eyes. But I wonder if our reaction will be like the shepherds. Because when God showed up and his glory was being shown unto them, they were terrified. They were afraid. How many are afraid about something? You can be honest. I asked my, my girl, why, why, why were the shepherds afraid, sweetheart? And she simply said, because they didn't know. They, they didn't know. They had no idea. And that's what we're afraid about. We don't know. When we don't have a clue, when we don't know what's happening, when, when, when we're unsure of what's going on, we're, we're afraid. I have two fears that I'm going to share with you this morning. One of my fears is public speaking. No what? No way. Are you pulling my leg? No, I've always been afraid of public speaking. You're probably like wondering, where do you always sing, Richie? When singing and, and speaking in front of, of hundreds of people is different. When you're singing, you just... You know, focus on the lyrics and the melody of the song. And you can never go wrong with that. But when you're public speaking, I'm always afraid that I'm going to say something wrong. You know, or something that's not right. Or somebody would challenge me, like, prove, prove that to me. Where, where, where is that? You know. I'm always, I'm always concerned if I would, you know, say a bad grammar. If my pronunciation is wrong. Pronunciation is wrong. You know, I'm, I'm busy trying to sound American and I'm trying to hide my accent, but I cannot find my accent. It's, it will always be there. I'm kidding. When I was leading worship, you know, when, when I was young, I would always hear the Lord, Richie, I want you to stop praising right now and I want you to share something. And I would always wrestle with the Lord. Lord, can you just let me sing? Let me finish this song. And God was like, no, stop. And share what I put in your heart. And I would always say, Lord, I don't really want to 
Ah, and then I would share something. You know. Little did I know that during those times, God was preparing me for something. He was training me for something. Now, did I overcome that fear? Ah, uh, yeah, yes and amen. Because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be up here preaching in front of you guys. Praise God! Now, are you asking me, are you still nervous? Yes, I still get nervous for two reasons. Because Pastor Mark is right here. No, he's praying for me. The other reason is because my family is here and they're going to criticize me later. <laughs> Dad, what were you saying? <laughs> my other fear, and if you're a parent, you, you can relate to this one. My other fear is that when my girls were growing up, you know, I've always thought that, you know, because we bring them to church, we read the Bible, we've taught them about Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Father, you know, um, we've prayed for them all that church stuff but my fear is that one day when they're all grown up they're going to say dad hmm, we don't believe in those stuff we're going to do our own thing and I don't usually have a vision God showed me a vision and in this vision I was running I was running in a race and at the end of the finish line was God, and he's saying, Richie, run! Run as fast as you can! And I'm running with my two girls on both of my hands on each side, like this. Let's go, girls! We're coming, Lord! And God says, run faster, Richie, run faster! And I go like, oh, I can't really do that, Lord, because I got my girls. And finally, on the third time, God says, let go! Let go of them. The moment I heard that, I said, Lord, I cannot let go of my girls. I love them so much. I can't leave them behind. But then I heard the Lord says, let go, Richie, and run as fast as you can to me. And in this vision, I remember just letting go of the girls. And I sprinted. And of course, I'm crying. And I'm thinking, Lord, what have I done? You know? And the Lord says, now open your eyes. Open your eyes, Richie. And when I opened my eyes, I saw my two girls were next to me running. <laughs> what are you afraid about? That you're going to be hurt again? Are you afraid that you're going to be alone? Are you afraid that you're going to suffer? Are you going to experience pain again? Are you afraid that... Someone will reject you. All those fears are real, but you can overcome them. How do you overcome them? It's by trusting the Lord and by putting our faith in God. Amen? The angel said to the shepherds, Do not fear. Do not fear. The Lord knew that they were afraid. And he said, do not fear because today a savior is born. Good news of great joy. You should not be fearful. You should not be afraid. You should be glad. You should be excited. Fear will blind you 
from the things that faith will allow you to see. Amen? Let me read that again. Fear will blind you from the things that faith will allow you to see. When you begin to put your faith in the Lord, he opens your eyes. He's letting you see that I have a purpose and I have a plan. I'm up to something, my child. You probably don't understand it right now, but I'm doing a good work in you and through you. And at the end of that journey, he gets the glory. But Lord, this is hard. This is uncomfortable. I don't think I could do it. Trust me. Trust me. In Isaiah 41.10, what does the Bible says? Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am the Lord your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will hold you with my righteous arm. When I read this this morning, how does the Lord hold us like this? If we're a child, does he hold us like this? Oh, what a cute baby. Uh, don't make any accident. Like, no, he holds us this way. I got you. I got you. I'm with you wherever you go. Wherever you go. God is speaking to each and every one of us. He's telling us what we need to do, just like what the angels told these shepherds, and the next thing that they had to do was to take action. Amen? Because James 2, verse 7 says, faith without action or without works is what? Is that? You can keep on saying that I have faith in God. I believe in God. You know, I've surrendered my heart and my life to the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. But what, God, what is God telling you? Are, are you? are you doing it? Have you taken action? A lot of us, when we come, to, come before the Lord, he's shining his light. He's trying to expose all our fears. Okay. He's not trying to scare us, but he's trying to humble us. And he's trying to tell us, surrender that to me. I'll I'll take care of your fear. I'll take care of your shame. I'll take care of your guilt. I'm going to free you. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to restore you. But you should be willing to go to God. What did the shepherds do as soon as, as soon as they heard that there was a savior? They said, On verse 15, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, man, I'm hungry, let's go to Chipotle. (laughs) No, they didn't say that. Man, I'm so tired, let's go back to sleep. No, they were not sleeping, but some of them were always like, let's, I need need to sleep. I wonder if they were Christians. Man, the, the, the most spiritual thing to do, like, whoa, what was that? Maybe we should pray. Maybe let's pray and fast. Not a bad idea, but they didn't. What did they say? Let's go! Let's go! Right now! Like, I'm trying to think this. They didn't waste any time. They were in a hurry. Do you guys know how many, you know, 
um, stables in, 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 in Bethlehem? How many? I, I don't know, maybe hundreds? When they were looking for the right, you know, place where the baby was, is this the one? Like, no. Is this the one? No. Let's look for the other one. Uh, no. I bet they were getting frustrated and they were getting tired. But they didn't stop. They kept on going and going and going until they found Jesus. What's God telling you this morning? For some of you, you already know. He's probably telling you, you stop watching that video that doesn't glorify me, my child. Some of you, God has said, you should call that brother, that sister, and ask for forgiveness. Some of you need to meet with a brother or a sister in the Lord and say, I forgive you. I don't take any offense from what you did. Some of you need to show up in some family gatherings, even, you, even though you don't want to. Okay? Because you couldn't stand some of your relatives, but you got to show up. You know why? Because you're salt and light. And just by showing up, you're letting your family know that God's love is in you. Amen? There was a brother in our drawing group and um, I'm going to ask for forgiveness later because I didn't ask for his permission if I could share this. But I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't say his name. Uh, he, sh- he shared that, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, shared, I've shared things with, you know, things about the Lord with my kids. But I, I, I roll my eyes whenever I see them, you know, because they... They think that they all figure it out. So I, I don't know. Well, you're not going to win them for the Lord if you roll your eyes. If you're praying for them for the Lord to, you know, speak to their hearts so they would know the Lord, when you see them, you should hug them. Amen? You, you should tell them, I love you. And whatever disagreement that we have, whatever you know, argument that we have, ah, it's not important. What's important is, I love you because God's love is in me. Amen? I love verse 17. I love verse 17. says, when they had seen him, when they had seen him, I'm going to read it again, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. They heard a message a savior is born. They need a savior. This is, 
This is what they've been waiting for. In today's culture, a savior is like a hero. Someone who will save us from our misery, from our suffering, from, from whatever we're going through. His name is Jesus. That's why they didn't waste time. That's the savior that we've been waiting for. Let's go right now. And when they saw him, they spread the word of God. How many of you have seen Jesus? Probably most of us, if not all of us here. But the next question is, are we spreading the good news? Are we spreading the word about Jesus Christ? The reason for the season is Jesus. We, we hear this all the time, you know. But what's that really mean? What's that mean? That Jesus came to forgive us from all our sins. The past, present, and the future. Not a lot of people know that. See, Jesus... Jesus came, okay, to perform the greatest miracle that we all miss already. You're probably here this morning, you're saying like, Richie, wow, this is a great message, but I, I've been like really praying for one more amazing miracle, you know? And if God answers that miracle, I'm, I'm with you, I'm, I'm ready to go. But he already did it. He came to forgive you and me from all our sins. Say this with me. I am forgiven. I'm made washed and clean. I am the righteousness of Jesus Christ. God loves me. He will rescue me from all my fears. I don't have to be afraid. I am I am free. I am free in Jesus name. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. I will follow you, Lord. I'm allowing you to use me for your glory. Here I am, Lord. Use me. That's what God wants to do for each and every one of us this Christmas. He wants to use you to proclaim that He is the Savior of the world. You can't really proclaim this truth about Him until you experience that He is really your personal Savior. I got time. I'm looking at the clock. How many of you love sushi? Ew. I don't like sushi because they're fishy. Well, duh. My family loves sushi and, and, and some of our friends here love sushi. Pastor Jorgen one time was talking about the sushi place in Manchester. 
we, when we heard about it, we went. And oh my goodness, it was, it was eat all you can sushi. Oh, it was so good, you know. After that experience, we just kept telling everyone we knew whether they liked sushi or not. Like, this place was like amazing. You should go check it out. Yeah. It's authentic. It was so good. You can't get enough of it. And everybody who heard it, like, yeah, yeah. And they also went. And then when they met with them, like, yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. It was, whoa, we gotta plan something. We gotta go there all together. Who wants to go with us after church to the sushi place? Come on. You buying? Who's buying? Who, who's buying? My accent went out there. I'm sorry. the same thing with the gospel if you truly believe that you've seen Jesus if you truly believe that you encountered the great I am the king of kings the lord of lords there shouldn't be a fiber in your entire being that's not screaming come on you gotta you gotta praise me you gotta talk about me you gotta share me to your friends and and your loved ones The enemy knows that you're afraid and so he's going to magnify that fear but the word of God says I have not given you a spirit of fear I have not given you a spirit of fear but I've given you a spirit of power of love it's not mine would you open your hands like this say I receive that power I receive that love and I receive that sound mind I will fear no evil I will not be afraid for you are with me use me Lord in Jesus name Amen can we give the Lord a clap of praise this morning I want to invite anyone who is here this morning who doesn't have a personal relationship with the Lord and all I have to do is say Lord God I believe in you that you came and you died on the cross for my sins that's the reason why we celebrate Christmas. Lord, today I make you my Lord and personal Savior. I surrender my heart to you. Would you please save me from my sins, from all my wrongdoings? I need you. Apart from you, I can do nothing. Without you, I am nothing. I believe in you, Lord Jesus. If you pray that prayer for the first time, we want to celebrate you. Would you raise your hand if you pray that prayer for the first time? Hallelujah. If you pray that prayer for the first time, praise the Lord. Can we just give the Lord a clap of praise this morning?
Well, thank you, Pastor Richie. Can you give... Uh... Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 